John. I'm here with Kyle. Um, you know, we've, we've got a lot going on today trying to get to our, uh, our 53, so we'll be relatively quick and keep it to questions about uh, Jimmy just because for strategic uh, reasons with, with our roster. So um, I'll just start by saying, you know, yesterday was a really good day for this organization. It was because of our belief in our team as it's currently constructed that, that we wanted to add another piece and, and you know, it was from in-house with Jimmy and, and we're really pleased that we were able to do it. It took everyone's uh, cooperation. It took a lot of patience and, um, you know, we've, we feel that was rewarded. With that, we'll open it up to questions and, uh, you know, go ahead. John, maybe you could start by taking us through the, the timeline. It, it seems like it all happened relatively recently and relatively quickly. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, so, uh, you know, Kyle and I always talk about the direction of our team. And, you know, this situation, um, you know, with Jimmy's been going on for some time. I think we've been consistent, you know, with a player of his caliber. You don't just allow him to walk. And and um, then other things complicated, as we've talked about a lot with his, with his uh, shoulder surgery. And so um, that never materialized. Um, obviously, there were going to be some deadlines, but Kyle and I just started floating the idea uh, probably a month ago. You know, what if we kept them here in a backup capacity? And, um, you know, at some point we shared that with Jimmy. Um, it was important for Kyle to let Trey know that, you know, that that may be a possibility. And I think that's the right thing to do. And uh, but the, the crux of the matter, this wasn't going to happen. And I understand it completely from Jimmy's side. You know, he had. He had his his current contract, and and they were going to exhaust every opportunity. His agents, you know, Carter Carter Chow and Don Yee, have been doing this a long time, and they probably rightly so. I remember at one conversation, think if this were your son, you'd wait for every opportunity to collect that old salary. And the way you do that is, you know, a lot can happen. And so they waited it out. We waited out, but we had been in communication, and then it kind of uh, came to fruition yesterday morning, and. Uh, was finished slightly after we got off the practice That's the timeline. Hey, uh, this is for John or Kyle, or, or I guess even both of you. This is Matt. Um, what, what I guess what I don't understand, I mean, obviously this makes the team better, the quarterback, quarterback. and is, if there was any chance of Jimmy remaining with the club, why wasn't he in meetings, and why was he not out there on the practice? to get him best prepared for the regular season? Oh, I think that was because the chances were, to me, it seemed slim to none, just with the possibility of that happening. I mean, I told Jimmy came in here the first week of training camp. Like I told you guys, we would talk. I mean, I, we, we talked regularly because uh, he was up here. He wasn't in meetings or practice. But I remember the first week of training camp, me saying to Jimmy, like, hey, if – if you don't like any of these opportunities, if you don't go to the place you want, you can't get the contract that you want. Like we would love to have you here as a backup in a backup role um, in that deal. But I want you to know that we feel that way. But I also think there's no way you're not going to get something as we, as this goes throughout training camp. And um, Jimmy agreed with that. And so we waited throughout all training camp. And then as we realized we were, I think as he saw the other situations out there and I think, me it seems like everyone was just waiting for us to cut them before that so they could see how much they could get them for um but once the last saturday preseason game happened and no one got injured then i 
Jimmy thought this was his best situation where that he liked, and that's why we were so pumped because it's obviously a better situation for the Niners. Um, we love getting Jimmy back, but to have him there earlier in camp wasn't an option. I mean, we weren't going to put him out there in practice um, for his sake and for our sake. I mean, he was on a $24 million contract, and he was going to go somewhere else. Um, but none of that came into fruition, and which we would have ended up having to let him go under that current deal. That, that wasn't an option. Um, but we were always clear to Jimmy that him salary cap-wise and stuff in a backup role um, and supporting Trey and that, and if, if that worked for him, that was a no-brainer for us. We just didn't think the chances of that were happen were, were going to happen, and um, it ended up being that way. And um, so when it was all said and done, even though it was pretty shocking to us, um, we thought it was a win-win for both sides. Kyle, 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 Kyle you said Kyle, this Trey was absolutely Trey's team, Kyle, and that there, you didn't want to any, mess anything up with that. Does this change that at all? Not at all. I mean, that's why Trey's our starting quarterback. I mean, I. That's why Jimmy wasn't an option unless he came in as a backup role. And that didn't become an option until it was clear that, at least so far, that no one was given the exact as good of an opportunity. Uh, I'm here with and, sorry, I don't know what that was. Um, but, yeah, this doesn't change anything, and I just feel it gives us, um, makes us a much better team and doesn't hurt our cap like it would have. Kyle, 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 what were your conversations with Trey Like doing this, and, and what did he, uh, how did he react to that? Hey, guys, I, can we go one at a time? It's hard to hear the questions. Yeah, Kyle, what were your conversations with Trey Like, and, and how did he kind of uh, take it in when this became official? Uh, Trey was great. I mean, there was, no, there was no problems with it at all. I mean, I, was, I told him the exact same things that I told Jimmy, um, why we were the options of bringing Jimmy here, that it had to be in a, a backup type deal, uh, which um, Jimmy knew that was his option. And that was the only option. And we told that to Trey also. And I mean, Trey and Jimmy have a great relationship. I think Trey, I, Trey actually likes having Jimmy in the building. And Trey was very grateful to how Jimmy was to him last year. And we feel very strongly from the two people that Trey will, um, Jimmy will um, give that back to Trey this year. He'll do for, um, Trey, what Jimmy did for him in the year before. How far away from being ready Jimmy's to play? Readiness and can you talk about Jimmy's readiness, whether you had to put him through a workout, um, whether you just stole glances at him on the side field? Um, and, and then, it's, you know, the whole symbolic thing of him not getting a playbook, I'm guessing he knows the playbook better than almost anybody on the team. So can you just speak to his readiness? Uh, yeah, that has – we have zero worries about him not having a playbook. Um I don't have one either. Um, it's, um, we have zero worries about that. Putting him through a workout, that's what he goes through every single day. Um, he goes through that. He's been out here. I mean, he's been throwing with players at times. I mean, he's been our rehab players. He's been doing everything. So, um, you know, there's quarterbacks I've seen signed off the couch. Um, go look at Josh McCown. I mean, guys have been signed off the couch in week 10 and come in and play for people. So that's not at all our case at all. Um, Jimmy's been here. He's been rehabbing. He's in great shape. He's ready to go. Of course you love if you – of course you would love for your backup quarterback to get reps in training camp, but that was not an option at the time um, at all. This wasn't an option until um, I think Jimmy saw all the other situations and once that final preseason game ended um, – I'm glad that what he thought was the best option for him was a great option for us. 
the, the last thing I'd add on his, on his readiness is that, you know, while doctors cleared him with no restrictions, there was the added caveat that, hey, it, it would be a smart thing to, to really build him up. And, and uh, this allowed him to do that and, and kind of and not be rushed on the field. Sometimes stuff just happened. And so more of a controlled environment. And so I think Jimmy felt good about that, as did we. And so, um, you know, I think he's at the, uh, he's past the end of that, that ramp up. And so I think that leaves him in really good position. Jimmy's played a lot of football. And so, um, you know, we, we believe he's ready. And not to mention, we didn't think it was going to end up this way. And we wanted to give Trey a ton of reps. And then we wanted to find out about Nate and Brock also. And, and we wanted to do that because we thought that's how it was going to be. And we thought there was no way that um, someone in the league would have come with a, a better opportunity um, for that Jimmy thought was a better opportunity. And fortunate for us, they didn't. And I'm very glad that we got all those other guys, the reps, that really helped those guys. It helped us learn a lot about those guys too. And um, now we got a guy coming in here that we know a lot about. He knows a lot about us. Our team knows a lot about him. And I think that makes us very excited. It makes our team excited. Just to be clear, yeah, wouldn't you be number two your, on the depth uh, chart? Uh, go ahead. You, you can get your Sorry, Twitter. Just clear. We, oh, go ahead. I going to say ahead. we'll give you guys you a little. Uh, you can get your Twitter thumbs ready. First one wins. Um, you know, uh, Brock has earned his way on our roster, so he'll be on the roster as well on the 53. Go ahead, Grant. Ask questions. Sure. Just, just to be clear, will Jimmy Garoppolo be the number two quarterback on the depth chart week one in Chicago? Uh, yes. Okay. Thank you. You guys, I wanted to make you lose the Twitter word there. <laughs> I lost. You guys obviously that, that you talked about the benefits of doing this, which are, are clear. It does invite drama. You do have Trey Lance, who's unproven. Kyle, you've talked about inevitably there's going to be bumps in the road and growing pains. Not that we would ever uh, add to the drama, but, I mean, there's going to be you know, a three-intersection game, maybe, a, a bad loss. Um, I assume you guys talked about, you know, the possible effect on Trey. Um, and, you know, if, that, if that's the case, you know, where did you land on that? I just think that's the reality of that position in this job. Um, I don't think there was going to be any less drama. Uh, I mean, when, when a quarterback has a bad game, and has a three-pick game or loses a game, um, that's that's coming Monday morning and during the game regardless, and it's going to last an entire week until they play again. And that's why I don't know how anyone can be successful in this business if they get, get caught up in that stuff. Um, yeah, that's part of our fan base and why our, our sport's so popular, um, but I don't believe that that stuff has an effect on whether a guy succeeds or not. I think it's what he does in here and what he does on the field. Um, Jimmy dealt with that from the drama, as I, I would, as you say, outside of the building, he dealt with that every single game last year because we drafted a young guy. So every time we lost, I mean, I, he heard it. It was from the narrative and, the, and everybody because that's that's the position. It's it's the quarterback's fault or it's whatever. And Jimmy had to deal with that for a long time. I don't think that affected us last year in that case. And I think we persevered through a lot of stuff and just tried to do what was best on the field. And I don't see any difference this year. We feel very strongly, um, given the keys to Trey. We felt that at the end of last year. Um, we were really excited at what we thought that could do for our team as a whole, and we're excited about everything he's done and all these opportunities he's gone throughout this offseason. And I can't wait to get him started on our team in week one. And having Jimmy there as a backup, 
um, makes us feel really good because we have a very we have a starting quarterback as a backup, um, and he will. The rest of the league had a chance to get him, and I'm just so feel so fortunate that he's still here in that case. And and in no way has that hurt our team. It's it's only helped our team. Pal, did the injuries that you had on the quarterbacks last year affect this move at all? I mean, injuries affect every move. That's uh, that's why you always want backups at a position. So, but that's very hard to do. You can't just, you know, salary cap wise and stuff. You can't just always have that. And, um, you know, I was really, you know, credit to Brock how good Brock played in this preseason. You know, I, I thought he was going to be on our practice squad because um, we were real happy with Nate. Um, but Brock, Brock won that job, and we were going to go into the year with him as the number two. Um, and we were good with that because that's what he earned. Um, but then for Jimmy to be available and to know that we could have Jimmy with that experience and what he's done in the, in the past coming as a number two, I mean, uh, I don't think we've gone through a year yet here where the quarterbacks played in every single game. Uh, maybe in 19. Yeah, 19 was the only year. Um, so whoever that backup is a huge deal. And we were excited to go with Brock. But to have a veteran come through like Jimmy, who we know is – um, hey, who has proven himself in this league, how good of a quarterback he is. I, I can't think of a better situation now. Take a couple more. Kyle, you've mentioned that last year was a quarterback competition in some ways. Uh, isn't this naturally because the NFL, another quarterback competition, just the way it works? And maybe in some ways, is that some way you're looking maybe to, to push Trey a little bit with this? I mean, competition always pushes people. Um, I don't think Trey needs much pushing. So it's like this wasn't anything like, hey, our team has to get this or we have to do this for Trey. This was, oh, my God, Jimmy Garoppolo is available as a, as a backup quarterback for us, and that makes sense for him and it makes sense for us. What else is there to think about? Um, so I don't really put it into any other situation except this. We never believed this ever possibly could have happened because who believes? There, there are 32 starting quarterbacks in this league, um, and we believe we have two of them now. And that's really rare um, to have them in this situation, and that's why that's why we didn't have them in meetings. That's why we didn't put them out to practice because we, nor Trey, I mean, sorry, nor Jimmy, or really probably anyone else in the league believed um, that was how the outcome was going to be. But it ended up being that way, and I feel very – we feel fortunate that it did. Kyle, isn't there a difference between Jimmy Garoppolo having unproven Trey Lance behind him and Trey Lance now having a guy in Jimmy Garoppolo that's gone to a Super Bowl in an NFC championship game looking over his shoulder? And, I mean, in what aspect? Uh, Trey is less of a threat to Jimmy Garoppolo last year than Jimmy Garoppolo is to Trey Lance right now, considering all Jimmy's accomplished in San Francisco. Oh, no, that's not what it felt like from the outside every single game, every time that Jimmy had a bad pass, every single game we lost. I didn't think that's how anybody handled that. Um, we were good in the building here, and that, though nothing will change now. So I don't see any difference. I think the quarterback position is really tough, and no matter what, when if you don't win games – um, that stuff's going to come. And, yeah, if you have a guy on the bench who's done it, um, yeah, that's what the narrative's going to be to put him in. If you have a rookie who hasn't done it before, the narrative's going to be to put the rookie in and see what you got. Um, if you got a guy who's never played before, usually the backup quarterback's always the most popular guy. So, like, that, no, I don't see a difference. I see different stories, but I see the same result. When, when you don't play good in this league at quarterback or you don't win games, 
something's coming. It's all pretty much at the same level. It's just what's the obvious thing that they're going to choose. Now, you said surprised that somebody else in the league didn't pick uh, Jimmy up. Do you think a big part of it was the shoulder surgery? And second, do you know if he got offers and just didn't feel like they were very, they were good enough for him? I, I think I think back um, whenever that was, it, uh, I don't know whether it was March or April or whatever, I think the, the shoulder surgery um, ended the possibility of trading him at that time. Um, I think that for sure. And then I think everyone was just kind of in a wait-and-see approach. But there were so many random quarterbacks available at that time that the musical chairs kind of went out for the obvious places that would have traded. And then I think – I don't think it, – it, it didn't seem realistic that he would sign here in, um, in this situation. So I think a lot of teams were just hoping that it would be – it fall in their lap for some better – for an easier situation. And, um, and it didn't. And so I think this is, this is why it transpired that way. Hey, Kyle, will, will Jimmy be at practice on Thursday? And just wondering, was there – did you guys need to mend the relationship at all? No, there, no, there was no relationship to mend. We've always – since we made the trade to move up in the draft and we had to tell Jimmy to every day I've had since with him till every day he's been out here, not in our meetings, but he's been in our building, so I've seen him a ton. So there's been no relationship to mend. This is – we uh, I think – we all understand how hard the sport is, and um, we also, I'm saying the people in here, like with the players and stuff, they understand how hard it is. They understand the business part of it, and um, when you explain things to people, people, they don't always, aren't always happy with everything, but people can respect and understand um, what the situation is. Say one more. Kyle, by restructuring Jimmy's deal, do you think a new contract makes him more enticing for another team to come calling via trade at some point this year? And assuming, let's say, that he does remain on the roster, uh, what are some ways that you think he can help Trey, whether that's leading up to a game or um, either in-game as well? Um, yeah, I mean, the the lesser contract is, the more enticing you always are at every single position, every team. So that would be yes to your first question. And second, I mean, I think they like being around each other. I mean, they enjoyed each other last year, despite the fact of that they were competing, especially in training camp. Um but they were really good with each other. And I think Jimmy, once he did get that starting role, enjoyed Trey all year. And when I told Trey that Jimmy's going to come back, he's like, awesome. That dude was awesome for me last year. Um, I can't wait to be the same way. So it's, I think when you have a quarterback room where people do like each other, um, it makes it more fun to come to work because you are in that room a lot together. And I know those dudes do like each other. They got some different skill sets, so they both can learn stuff from each other just by watching each other and, and the more football they are around each other, the more they talk, usually that rubs off in both ways. All right, appreciate it, guys. That's good. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.